26 degrees. Good morning. I'm Tom Robinson with KSOM, KS95 News. 36 the high today, 22 the low tonight, a 20% chance of snow, a 43 Wednesday, 49 Thursday, 49 Friday, 48 on Saturday, 49 on Sunday, and 46 on Monday. Average high for this time of year, 33. Average low, 15. On Monday, the City of Atlantic Board of Adjustment turned down a conditional use permit request from the Cass County Animal Clinic to build a vet clinic at 2309 Whitney Street, East 22nd Parcel. The proposed project would have been built in a low-density, single-family residential district, which was an issue with the current homeowners. The Cass County Animal Clinic is owned by Aaron Conrad Schwarty, a doctor of veterinary medicine who provides services for dogs, cats, cattle, sheep, goats, and pigs. She purchased the clinic from Dr. Larry Victoria in May of 2020. That is a leased facility, and it is just kind of, um, we're outgrowing that building, um, kind of, you know, out-of-date building which led us to our search for land. And if you are familiar with the zoning in Atlantic, you know, finding a commercial space is kind of difficult. So that led us to take a chance on this property um, to go after a conditional use permit. Um, Intention was not to cause a ruckus. (laughs) Um, Just looking to have an opportunity to expand our business and you know continue to contribute to the community we certainly don't want to do that if it's going to be detrimental to the community we just want an opportunity to expand like any other business could and should the neighboring residents filled the council chambers voicing their opposition to the facility Sean Maka, who would have lived adjacent to the new building, stated he purchased a home in the neighborhood that was zoned residential under the impression that he and his family would be protected under the residential zoning laws of the city of Atlantic. He stated he is pro-agriculture and not against the project being built somewhere in the area. His issue is safety and comfort. Because at the end of the day, it's very specific. You know, no conditional use can be granted by the board. Uh, if they find any of these things possible. The establishment uh, will not be detrimental and dangerous to public health, safety, morals, comfort. I can tell you it will bother the comfort of my life. Uh, or general welfare. You know, will this be indigenous to the use and enjoyment of another person's property? Well, if my wife doesn't enjoy going out in her yard anymore because it smells, she's lost that. Bob Harris spoke in support of the clinic. Harris called the project a destination business. He pointed out that 59% of the residents of Atlantic own pets. They annually spend $366 in uh, uh, veterinary clinic care, so that's $1.4 million. And an average uh, vet clinic runs around $500,000. So if you calculate that out, Atlantic needs 2.9 vet clinics to service the pets that are here currently in Atlantic. If you jump that up to Cass County, um, that is $2.8 million worth of revenue for Cass County, which equates to 5.6 vet clinics, and we only have four. So one would argue that we are going to bring more income, more people into Atlantic by creating a much larger facility. And the question of not my backyard syndrome, well, what about the people that live behind her right now or live at the other next to the other? They're dealing with small pets and granted that's not the large pet side of it but they're currently already involved in a vet clinic area so is their property value going down i don't think so 
Josh Dvorak lived near the proposed site and voiced his concern over the safety issue. You know, and if she says on average we have one dog per day, one and a half. It's over 400 dogs a year. That's a lot of dogs next door to my house. And I, I respect the fact that she says there's not going to be an accident and we're going to do everything to not have those accidents. Nobody's perfect. We don't live in an ideal world. You know, my kid's out playing in the yard. Sean's kid's out playing in his yard. Brad, the calf gets loose. She said it's un- they're uncomfortable. They're nervous. You're right, they're going to try to run. But how do I know they're not going to run towards my child? You know, yes, she has things in place. Things happen. Now, the concern for safety and comfort for the neighbors is where the Board of Adjustment hit a stumbling block. Dr. Conrad Schwarty stated that at the end of the meeting that she did not want to build a place where the neighbors were uncomfortable. Josh Dvorak and Sean Maka said their opposition was not personal. It's not personal again. I mean, I, I want you to be successful. If, if I could get the city of Atlantic on board to build a business district, yeah. I would build right next door to you. Okay. I mean, I mean, that's, I mean <laughs> I and that's what me and John have talked about, and I think multiple city council members we've discussed. A business district. Anybody in this room doesn't feel that way. Right. I mean, I, think, I don't want you to feel like we're against you. We're all agricultural people here. Yeah. You yeah. Know, the, yeah. The, the, we're passionate about that and our community. And I just, I can't, like you have said, I cannot guarantee that a mad cow is going to get out and, you know, wreak havoc on the neighborhood. I can't guarantee we're not going to have a loose dog. I cannot guarantee oh, those things. I cannot guarantee good there's not going to be barking. I just can't. No. Board of Adjustment member Sean South stated that he could not approve the conditional use permit due to the previous discussion. Much as I would like to see it move forward, uh, I, I think that we can't find that there would not be any detriment to safety, comfort, and enjoyment of the surrounding neighborhood. Um, just, we can't. I can't, in good faith, say I, I am confident that that's not going to be an issue. The board turned down the request, and Board of Adjustment Chairperson Melissa Enid told Dr. Conrad Schwarty she would find her a place to build. The state fire marshal is investigating a house fire that killed two people. The incident happened in a tum on Saturday. The town's fire department reported to the house on Woodland Avenue around 7.30 p.m. and was there for about eight hours. A couple of people were able to make it out of the home safely. The victims' names have not been released. Christmas is the most beautiful time of the year with lights and decorations and Christmas trees, and it can also be the most dangerous time of the year for fire hazards. Atlantic Fire Chief Tom Cappell talks about avoiding Christmas decoration fires. For natural trees, you got to make sure you keep those things watered. You're putting electricity on them, and they become highly flammable when they dry out. So if you've got a natural tree, make sure you keep water in the base of it, and that should eliminate a lot of problems on that end. Chief Cappell says all extension cords not hooked to the lights should be of a 12-gauge wire. That is anything that is the cord that the lights are on that comes from the factory that way. If you can't reach the plug-in, you need to have at least a 12-gauge extension cord on there and make sure that it is equipped with a three-prong grounded plug-in. That is the key, is to have a grounded plug, even your house receptacle, make sure it's grounded properly. Because if something does happen and it throws a surge, it will cut the power off at that time instead of keep putting juice to it and surging it. Kappel says piggybacking or plugging one extension cord into another extension is a big no-no. I'm guilty as everybody outside plug-ins. You're out there trying to get everything plugged together and you're trying to make mismatch of plugs to get something to work. And 
you can use your standard plug-in extensions and the adapters that works best and make sure when you do use plug-in extenders they give you another six or eight plugs to plug into make sure that they're outside weather capable chief capel says never hang anything attached to sprinkler heads or piping emergency lighting units and fire alarm detectors he says be careful not to visually obstruct a person's view of fire alarm stations exit signs, emergency lighting, and fire extinguishers. In addition to that, always blow out lit candles when leaving home. And uh, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds extending the weight limits and transportation of grain, fertilizer, and manure. Reynolds signed the extension of the proclamation on Monday to have vehicles move corn, soybeans, hay, silage, stover, fertilizer, manure, and straw to be overweight without a permit during the proclamation. The declaration is effective immediately through January 11, 2024. I'm Tom Robinson. ABC News is next.